Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is September 28th. Today we're going to continue in Isaiah 53. Yesterday we started from the very beginning, we got through verse 4. Today we're going to continue in verse 4 and then continue on. We'll see how far we get. But remember what we talked about yesterday with verse 3, how Christ is a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. He is someone who is very, very intimately aware of not just grief and pain and affliction in general, but your grief, your pain, your affliction, that that was a choice that he made so that he would know exactly what you were experiencing and exactly how to help and heal you. But I think it's so interesting that it says that we hid, as it were, our faces from him. My friends, in what way do we sometimes do that? In what way do we hide our face from the Lord who's trying to save us and to reach us? I think there are lots of different ways that we sometimes do that, whether it's neglecting prayers, whether it's not standing strong or firm in faith in certain places or in certain circumstances. There are ways that we all do this. And so my challenge to you today is to identify one way that maybe we hide our face from him, one way that maybe you do at times. We're all guilty of this at some time or another. But if we can identify those things, then we can begin to fix it and we can begin to stand boldly and nobly with Christ. Now, again, in verse four, it says, surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. Now, this is such an interesting verse because it says, yeah, he bore our griefs. He carried our sorrows. It's not saying he bore his own griefs. He carried his own sorrows. He bore our grief. He carried our sorrow. He held onto a weight that didn't even belong to him. And look at what it says next. It says, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. Now, remember what we've talked about multiple times here in the Old Testament, how it was a thought process of the time that if you're going through something difficult, or if you experience some sort of trial, that that trial came because of something that you did wrong, or maybe that your family did wrong. Remember, we experienced that in Job. We're going to see it again in the New Testament when Christ and his disciples see a blind man. One of the disciples asked Christ, who did sin? Was it this man or was his parents that he should be born blind? So this is a way of thinking in this time period that if someone is sorrowing, if someone is going through trial or trouble or tribulation, it's because of something that they did wrong. And so I think it's so interesting that the very next thing it says, he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted, that he would be seen as having done something wrong, deserving the weight that he was carrying. But my friends, that couldn't be farther from the truth. He carried that weight because he knew that we couldn't. He carried that weight so that when we turn to him in our sorrow, in our grief, he will know how to lift it and carry it with us. It had nothing to do with his choices. It had nothing to do with any sin on his part. He chose to carry our grief, to carry our sorrows, because we couldn't do it ourselves. It's like that old quote, he came to pay a debt he did not owe because we owed a debt that we couldn't pay. 
He chooses to carry our sorrows and afflictions because we can't do it alone. And yet he would be seen by some in such an incorrect way, as if he deserved what he experienced, when out of everyone who's ever lived on the earth, he deserved it the least. Verse 5 says, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Now remember, I like to personalize it, so listen to this. He was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace is upon him, and with his stripes I am healed. I love this because so often in the Christian world, the atonement of Jesus Christ is limited to our sins alone. And here it's so clear that the atonement of Jesus Christ goes far beyond just our sins and our guilt, but it's our sorrows, it's our griefs, it's our transgressions, it's our iniquities, and it's the punishment for all those things. Again, he wasn't wounded because of his own transgression or bruised because of his own iniquities. He didn't suffer for his own peace. All of it was for us because he understood perfectly the plan of salvation. We were never meant to come and to earn our own salvation. We were never meant to come and live a perfect, sinless life. That was for him alone. I think it's so beautiful that the entire plan of salvation hinges around vicarious sacrifice. You and I obtain salvation. We obtain exaltation, not because we've earned it, not because we deserve it, but because a vicarious sacrifice was made for you and I. And the beautiful second part of that plan of God is that those who have died without ever hearing of Christ can be saved not only through the Savior's vicarious sacrifice, but through our vicarious work for them. All that he did, all that he suffered, all that he experienced, it wasn't for his own benefit. It was so that he could bless us. And I love the end part of that where it says the chastisement of our peace was upon him. He suffered the punishment for all that we went through. He suffered the consequences of our stupidity, of our bad choices, of our mistakes, of our weaknesses. He suffered all of that so that we could experience peace. And yet so often we kick against the peace that he offers. So often we want to continue suffering for our mistakes, replaying guilt for things that are paid for and done. The chastisement, the punishment, the consequence of our actions he took upon himself so that you and I could accept what he did and experience peace. The culmination of everything that he experienced, all our sorrows, our sins, our grief, our pain, our sicknesses, our transgressions, our weaknesses, the culmination of everything that he suffered, everything that he experienced so that we could have peace is what Elder Maxwell used to call the awful arithmetic of the atonement of Jesus Christ. All of that added up on the Savior so that we could have a zero balance. He took it all upon himself so that we could experience peace and so that we could experience what it talks about next. It says, the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes, we are healed. By stripes, it's talking about If you'll remember the story of the atonement and everything that the Savior went through, the lashes that he received, 
that whipping and the stripes that it left on his back, all that he experienced, all the hardship. It's with those stripes that we are healed. Now notice that it says healed. It doesn't just say forgiven. I think it's so beautiful that it says with his stripes, we are healed. We are made whole because of everything that he did, everything that he suffered, everything that he went through. It doesn't just forgive us. It doesn't just take away our sin. It heals the broken parts of us. It heals our souls. And he can heal us because of the price he paid for us. Listen to how Elder Holland put it. The Savior's atonement lifts us not only from the burden of our sins, but also the burden of our disappointments and sorrows, our heartaches and our despair. I promise you, he is not going to turn his back on us now. When he says to the poor in spirit, come unto me, he means he knows the way out and he knows the way up. He knows it because he has walked it. He knows the way because he is the way. My friends, I testify that Jesus Christ is the way, that he suffered it all, experienced it all, so that he could heal us and raise us up. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. 